Hey, it's me again. It's Logan. Sorry it's been so long, but uh, I'm back for another episode, another podcast. So if you want to follow me, uh, go ahead and check me out on Twitter. That's at HeartRightYT. You can check me out uh, on Instagram and stuff too. And on YouTube, actually, my my HeartRight channel is there as well. Uh, Today I'm going to be talking about Pajama Sam, (laughs) which, uh, you know, fun little game. Um... So basically what I'm doing now is I have a list of all the topics I want to talk about, and then I'm just using a random generator to to choose which one, and today landed on Pajama Sam, so that should be really fun. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Keep on watching. So, Pajama Sam. Uh, in my very first episode here... I uh, talked about my relationship with video games and said that I wasn't ever really that into them uh, as well as far as like, you know, playing it every night for a couple hours or something like my friends did in high school, especially. Uh, but I do have to make an exception to Pajama Sam and some of the other humongous games. So I actually have what? Uh... The three first ones, plus a couple of the arcade ones, and then other humongous games as well, uh, like Putt-Putt and Freddy Fish. Uh, So, I don't even remember where I got them originally. It must have been, I don't know, my mom must have gotten them for me or something when I was really little. I'm actually looking at the CD case right now, and uh, it says Windows 95 on here for the operating instructions. Um, I don't even know if my current computer can run these, come to think of it. What, uh, 33 megahertz, 486 with 8 megabytes of RAM. (laughs) Oh, and it runs in 640 by 480, really. Huh. Needs a double speed CD-ROM drive. (laughs) Uh, That's funny. Uh, So, yeah, so uh, Pajama Sam was really cool to me. I would play them a lot. Uh, and they're not exactly games that you, you know, play multiplayer matches on and stuff. They're, they're probably an hour-long game. And, you know, it, they're not geared toward older kids, obviously. They're not geared toward teenagers or anything. They're geared toward, you know, very young kids, kind of uh, very easy gameplay, just point-and-click and stuff like that. And, uh, you know fun characters, as well as very, very easy puzzles. But also there were some puzzles that weren't necessary to the game, but were a little bit more fun, a little bit more challenging. Uh, So, uh, Pajama Sam, uh, No Need to Hide When It's Dark Outside, was, I think, the first one I played, which was number one. Uh, And uh, Darkness Sincerely Scared Me. (laughs) <laughs> the character Darkness, and I would hate finishing the game because I would have to go and face him. So a lot of the time I would just uh, run around and stuff, and there's and it's not like there's stuff to do either. I mean, you can click on random stuff and it does like random little animations there, but, uh, you know, there's not much to do. It's just a point and click, you know, you go to one screen, you do whatever you need to do on that screen, and then go to the next screen. And then a lot of it was, you know, what we would call fetch quests, 
So uh, you would find something in one area to use in another area of the map, and then you'd kind of go back and forth, back and forth with different items and using them on different things to get to different areas and get to get different items that you needed for the game. Uh, and with, a, with, I think, most of them, you have to collect certain things. I know on the first one you have to uh, collect uh, your flashlight, your mask, and your lunchbox. Uh, so, uh, in order to fight the boss, basically. Uh, and in other ones, you have to, like, save people or, uh, you know, I don't know. What do you have to do in the second one? I think you have to get people back to their jobs, come to think of it. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, the weather's all wonky and you have to fix it by putting everything back together. Um, so, yeah, I thought they were really, really fun games. And... Uh, I don't really know what this segment is, um, but, um, you know, they, they really kept me occupied, and I remember usually I would finish them in one day, but sometimes, you know, they did have a save option where uh, you could save and come back to it later. And one thing I really liked about them is that you could play them on any game and you didn't need to install it, because you could just insert the CD and it would say, do you want to play? And I would say, yes, I want to play. So I don't even know how that works, but that was pretty revolutionary for the time, I think, that you didn't have to install it. And that's one thing I love, that you could play it on any new computer, or if you were over at a friend's house, you didn't have to sit around for hours waiting for it to install. So I talked about how uh, you don't need to install the games in order to play them, which I really loved. But another innovation I thought was really cool, and I don't know how common this was at the time, Actually, I don't know how common kids' games were at the time. That didn't necessarily involve just uh, puzzles. Uh, but, uh, you know, throughout the story, and like I said, these games didn't take very long, maybe an hour or two at the most. Uh, each time you played it, for most of the games, uh, it would randomize certain things. So, like, one item you'd find somewhere, and in another playthrough, uh, uh, you'd find it somewhere else. And uh, for some of them, uh, certain arcade games were available in, in some playthroughs, but not in others. And I remember playing uh, Pajama Sam 3, which was You Are What You Eat From Your Head to Your Feet, which was like all food themed. Uh, and um, so you had to, uh, there was this library, right, where you had to check out a book and I think uh, show it to someone. I don't remember. Um, but there was, it was like half the time there was this arcade game that you had to go through to get that book, uh, which was basically just like a little tiny platformer. Uh, but it was really, really fun. And I remember really having a good time playing it. And I remember, uh, uh, literally restarting the game, uh, several times, uh, and, and just, uh, fast forwarding through all the all the cutscenes and stuff which you could do with the escape button which is pretty cool um and uh going back to that library so many times to see if that arcade game was open uh <laughs> and uh yeah that's how much i played these games that i knew where all the stuff was and also there was a snake game in the first one which was really fun uh 
yeah, the little mini games I loved. I think those were probably my favorite parts of the games. Uh, and, and I like that. Like I said before, like it's they, they were fairly challenging, but they were completely optional. And like in the first game as well, there's this uh, tic-tac-toe game you play, which was actually a pretty good puzzle, uh, considering uh, it wasn't just the standard tic-tac-toe. They like expanded the grid so that you have to get like five in a row. And it was like a like a ten by ten grid. Uh, so yeah, and humongous entertainment. You you did well with your puzzles, even though they were like really easy and uh, you know pretty uh, pretty simple uh, from from this perspective, from an older perspective. Uh, they were really fun, and uh, and I have before me right now. Uh, Games to play on any day, which was uh, an offshoot, not a quote-unquote main series Pajama Sam game. But uh, I remember playing that a lot, uh, and it, it it didn't really introduce much, except that it was a bunch of arcade games, or actually it was a bunch of board games, come to think of it. There was, like, Checkers, uh, there was a, a little simplified version of uh, Trivial Pursuit without the without the questions, um, uh, there was, like, the, the, the box game, uh, there were suits and ladders, yeah, it, it was, it was really fun, I remember having a lot of fun with that, on rainy days, which was when you were supposed to play it, according to the book, not the book, the game, <laughs> the cutscene, uh, so, um, yeah, and also, I have one called Sockworks, which was actually really fun, and uh, it's a game all to itself, and my dad actually played it a lot as well. It's basically you, uh, if you ever played the game Choo Choo Rocket, or uh, something like The Incredible Machine, it's a lot like in that area, or Lemmings, honestly, where you have a bunch of socks that you have to guide to baskets, and you have to use conveyor belts and various other, like, uh, trampolines and stuff to guide them there. And it was actually really, really fun. And uh, I loved playing that. I like puzzle games like that. And it wasn't necessarily that fun when I was younger, but once I got a little bit older, I, I really got some enjoyment out of that. So, yeah, good job, Humongous Entertainment. <laughs> good job making puzzles and fun games that are even still fun to play now for nostalgia's sake. So, I apologize if this episode is basically me just reminiscing about certain things I liked about Pajama Sam games. But that's pretty much what it is. I mean, like I said before, my podcast has just been me talking about things that I like talking about. Because I don't often get an opportunity to talk for very long. So here is my making that opportunity. And Pajama Sam is something that I loved as a kid. And, you know, there you go. <laughs> uh, so uh, I wanted to talk about other uh, humongous entertainment games that I played. So Putt-Putt and Freddy Fish, which I eventually got uh, most of the games for. I know I got Freddy Fish 1 through 5. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh, and I had a bunch of the Putt-Putt games, but they didn't have numbers, so I didn't know which ones I was missing. I had Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo, which, by the way, Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo, <laughs> the uh, Topiary Creatures song, Look that up, by the way, if you don't know what I mean. That still gets stuck in my head to this day. 
It's like, we are the topiary creatures. We're very pleased to meet yours. Da, 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 da. Stuff like that. The songs in these are actually pretty good, come to think of it. Um, uh, let's see, I had Putt-Putt Travels Through Time, which was pretty fun. I had Putt-Putt Enters the Race. I had... Was that it? I think that might have been it. No, that couldn't have been it. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking at my CD library right now. I know I had Freddy Fish 1 through 5. Uh, Putt-Putt Joins a Circus. That's the one. That's the one I really liked. Uh, I'm sure there was... Yeah, that one was one I kept going back to. All these I kept coming back to, really, for that matter. It was a fun little experience that, you know... Uh, you were gone, or, sorry, you were, uh, you know, you were just bored one day, and that was like a little two hours of your time. So, parents, take note. <laughs> if you want to occupy your kid who's a little bit, uh, above the, uh, put on a kid's movie and have it repeat, then have them play Pajama Sam game. They're fun, they're wholesome. They have songs, they have games, they have fun, bright colors. And then in, you know, 16, 17 years, they'll be talking about it on an Anchor podcast. <laughs> uh, so, uh, another story, Freddy Fish. Freddy Fish 5. I remember playing when I was a little bit older, and I was, like, kind of on the edge of, of playing them uh, seriously. Uh, and I remember getting seriously scared at the end because you're basically f uh, finding this this monster uh, in this like abandoned theme park, which is actually a pretty scary premise for a kid's game, come to think of it. But uh, yeah, you had to sneak around this theme park, and at the end you're uh, sneaking around the, the bad guy's house, hoping that he won't come in the door. And, you know, in subsequent playthroughs, I knew that he wouldn't come in while I was looking around for stuff until I got to a certain point. But at the time I was playing it, you know, when I was younger, I didn't know that. So I thought I had like, oh no, is it on timer? Do I have, uh, he's going to walk in any second and I'm going to, and I'm going to get busted or something like that. So, you know, it was a scary thing. You know, I was a kid. I was, you know, I don't know, emotions. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I, there are experiences that I remember, you know. And they're a fun experience that's, that I remember. And I even fed into that nostalgia by playing Pajama Sam 4, which I didn't even know existed until I, after I saw it on Steam. And so I bought it almost immediately and played it on my channel, on my Heartright channel. And you can find it there. And actually, the first episode of it is my third most uh, watched video on my channel. So if you want to watch that playthrough, it's five episodes. Go and watch it probably could have done it in like three episodes but that's okay I didn't really know what I was doing uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah that's available for you to watch I might play others if you want me to play others let me know let me know in the comments of, of those videos or on Twitter uh, if you want me to play some more humongous entertainment games they're always a fun blast from the past and you know some of the puzzles are really fun some of the the little arcade games are pretty fun yeah so you want me to play more of those so there you have it uh you know i didn't really have too many controversial thoughts about pajama sam or putt putt or freddy fish 
Because, you know, there's not much to them. They're just fun little kids' games that you play as a child and then grow up and talk about them on a podcast. Uh, and, and like I said, they, they were kind of my introduction to video games in general, uh, even with the simple point-and-click mechanic, which I still favor to this day, honestly. I, uh, I, I've played a couple of those on my channel, uh, mostly because they're, uh, they're easy to record, but uh, also because I, I really love that aesthetic, and I think that really came back from, you know, Pajama Sam. I mean, it's, it's, it's a cool thing because you can have really cool art and, like, really bright colors and stuff and not necessarily have to animate it because you're in one screen and it's not moving. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I really like that genre, and I think that stems from my playing of Pajama Sam, Putt-Putt, and Freddy Fish and those kind of games. So, uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> that was my introduction to video games for the most part. I didn't play Zelda and Mario like you guys did. I played Pajama Sam. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but now I've gotten into, you know, Zelda and Mario and Fire Emblem and stuff. So, yeah. But I always look back on Pajama Sam and say, Hey, remember when I played those? That was fun. Uh, I don't really know what else I can say. Uh, other than, you know, check out my Twitter, at HeartRightYT. Uh, YouTube is HeartRight. Uh... And, you know, yeah, I have Pajama Sam 5, or 4, not 5. I don't know if there's a 5. I'm pretty sure there's not. But I have Pajama Sam 4 play, full playthrough on there. So go ahead and check that out if you want. I may play more. You never know. Um, and, yeah, like I said, there's not really much uh, to my thoughts on this. I just enjoyed them as a kid, and I thought I could talk about it for a podcast. Um, yeah, I know. I... You know, looking at it now, from a design perspective, I really like the colors and just the the world the worlds that they created. They are very iconic characters for uh, a, a pretty niche uh, community at the time. Because it's not like kids really played that many video games on PC at the time, but they they uh, built into this niche of kids who didn't have a video game system, but uh, their parents had a computer, and so they they wanted to play on their parents' computer. And, and I fit into that. They didn't. I didn't have like a NES or a Nintendo 64 or anything like that. So yeah, these are the kinds of games I played. And I think that worked really well, and it's too bad they didn't really grow with the times. I did look up Humongous Entertainment, and they still do exist, and they did make a game, like, a few years ago, I think. But, I mean, their their best sellers are, you know, Pajama Sam and Putt-Putt and Freddy Fish, still. Uh, and the backyard, baseball, backyard, basketball, that kind of thing. Uh, but, yeah, um, it's, it's really too bad they didn't kind of evolve with the times and are still making games. Because that would be really be cool to see them make, like, iOS games... Because that would really, really translate well with point-and-click adventures, you know? Uh, but, you know, what can you do? So, uh, I guess that's kind of my my uh, moral, or my, my ending point, is that, you know, if you've got something, 
do something with it. Keep going with your with your stuff. You know, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Follow me on Twitter. Watch my playthroughs. <laughs> Next time I'll be talking about Stranger Things. So, you know, the series, not actual, you know, Stranger Things than Pajama Sam. Although Pajama Sam is pretty strange, you know, with his blue body and his blue hair that you can't really tell the difference between where the hair stops and where the face begins. But, uh, oh well. They were lovable, and that's what I loved about them. Play them. I would recommend it. Uh, and show them to your kids. You know, they're wholesome and stuff. <laughs> so thanks so much for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye.